Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Gonna pop in here for a couple minutes. I can say hello to you, Mr. Wanstead. Dave Wanstead. Shane, wake up. NFL head coach for 11 years. The Bears came in here and Dave Wanstead. There's a happy group of overachievers that have been well coached. College football national champion. A number of legends here tonight. Dave Wanstead. Super Bowl champion. Dave Wanstead, one of my, you know, really idols. Football analyst for NBC Sports Chicago. Can I make a suggestion? Yeah, sure. You're, it's your show. Well, in 1901, you, you guys probably should have drafted Randy Moss instead of Curtis Enos. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> You know, I was going to run the ball. It's as right. simple as that. Of course. So I needed a back. You know what Curtis Enos averaged per carry? You know what? He's a beast. I Coach, he was 6.5 yards a carry. Aaron Donald made the Pro Bowl, by the way. It's 10. If he gets 11, I think he'll tie the all-time record. What's your relationship with Aaron Donald? You tried to redshirt him, right? Hey, let's go. Oh, <laughs> well, wait. Where did that voice come from? Oh, something tall and strong. They did a hurricane before I go. It's only half past twelve, but I don't care. He don't care. I don't care. It's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> Dave wants that, ladies and gentlemen, everyone's favorite time of the week. Absolutely. This is a great time of the week to be here with you people and and I got to hold this up. Is this on camera? We got to get this. Yeah, we're, oh, on, yeah. we're on Twitch, Shit. Coach. Mine's not available on camera because I've eaten it already. I'll tell you <laughs> what. Shane, have you, did you ever think of becoming a chef for a living? No, I don't want to do that. Did that no. ever cross your mind? <laughs> it's outrageous. Hey, Dave, be honest right now. The guy's unbelievable. No, if anybody's having a Super Bowl party, dial into our show right now. Don't ask a football question. Please don't ask a Justin Fields question. But talk to Shane about... Coming and cooking at your party, I'm telling oh, you, it's a it, good idea. Oh, it's a good idea. What, yeah, we, I don't really, I don't really want to do that. Oh, oh well, um, there's got to be a, there's got to be a, got to be a price, price a price point. Yeah, yeah, I, I do it for money. For uh, sure. Well, that's, I mean, that's yeah, what Dave just did. We're not, not really, for we're free. not allowed to do that, but Dave is. I, 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 can you imagine <laughs> Coach Smash Burgers? And he made these chocolate chip oh. cookies the other day. They're unbelievable. And Tanny, how you come up with the uh, sound bites on that introduction stuff is outstanding. I'm gonna miss you guys. You know, I'm heading out of here tomorrow. We know. We know. We're still going to talk to you, And though. it will be 5 o'clock. When we talk next week on our show, it will be 5 o'clock right. in Naples, Florida. And I will have a cocktail. All right. And I may have a cigar. Great. So there you go. And if you could do it, have a cocktail before you even start the segment. 
Well, you know, yeah, a little get lubricated, get it, get it all ready, the whole thing. Yeah, switch it to four o'clock while you're there, mm. like like it is yeah, here. This is this is happy hour, and I've I've been made very happy by the Smash Burger. Would, Just would, unbelievable. Hey, would you, hey Shay, before you leave the studio, real quick, would you, Dave Wanstead, invest in a food truck called Shane's? Yes. Okay, it's a verbal contract. Yes, I'm in. I thought you would. Hmm. I thought you would. I noticed no I figures. Hear that. No Thank figures you. have been uh, bandied about. It doesn't yeah. matter. Oh, Probably man. need about 50, 50 to start. Fifty bucks. F- I 50, got that. fifty grand to get, get a, a yeah. good truck. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Hey, <laughs> what, what's it? What's in this burger? <laughs> that's uh, that's like seventy percent ground chuck mm. and then thirty percent short rib. Mm. Huh. I hit oh. it a little heavy on the salt. I'll be the first one to admit that, but I like something salty. So, you know, they might be inconsistent with the salt. It's, it's great. No, it's money. Um, a texture says, I was 12 years old and devastated when Mike Ditka was fired. I never gave Wani a fair chance when he was here. But now, he's one of my favorite people in the world. I look forward to this segment every week. You call, won him over, coach! Call in every week. What's his name? Did he give a Doesn't name? Say. Doesn't say. But okay. the, all those 12-year-olds who didn't give you a chance post-Ditka... They love you now. I was getting screamed at by 12-year-olds. <laughs> and, they, and they weren't my kids. <laughs> yeah, that's that not, ain't right, that's coach. Not right. That ain't right. Well, you know, it's actually, we were talking about it earlier. Kind of a big day yesterday. I mean, you yeah. know, Luke Getze fired on the same day that Pete Carroll out, you know, Vrabel's out, Bill Belichick, Nick Saban. What advice would Dave Wanstead give to whoever is the coach that replaces Bill Belichick or Nick Saban, given that you were the guy who replaced Mike Ditka. Yeah, it won't be easy, and it won't be easy. And you do probably have a lot of players on there that are great players that uh, their time has expired, you know. So you got to go in and uh, have a good personnel guy and got to go in and get a quarterback. That's, you know, have a quarterback. That's key up more so than ever in this league. Get a good quarterback, get a good personnel guy, and uh, – and, and, and start from the ground floor, work your way up, you know? So so, so it's interesting. You, you, you don't need to win too quick. You don't need, everybody's all nervous about, you know, winning. You, sometimes you can win too fast because the next year the expectations are that much higher. It's it's interesting, oh, like, w- when when you're talking about. Man, I'm going to go sleep. <laughs> this, this burger. There might be a uh, burger and a beer for Coach at 407. It's not just, it, Speaks. Oh, it's, yeah. not it's not just any a, beer. It's not just a beer. This is Iron City Light. <laughs> there you go. So oh, mango in that one. So that first year, when there's people who are still there that maybe the coach didn't want to let go because of some emotional decisions or emotional connections, that kind of thing. You're saying that's what some of these guys will be walking into. A little bit, yeah. So you, you got to make sure that you get the guys who are going to fit into your scheme. Sorry, my question wasn't longer. Yeah. <laughs> your scheme and. Um, they're going to buy in with what your culture, I hate that word, but the culture is going to be. Why do you hate the word culture? Well, because what what does it mean to you? Hey, you're preaching to the guy that doesn't care about culture. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> did, you show, did, did you get here on time today for work? I get, okay. yeah, hey, I okay. lead by example. Okay. I lead from the front. Actually, today was a little, was a little bit later. I was usual. a little yeah. bit late. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little later, culture. Than, nor- culture. later than normal. Just, I still made the meeting. Yeah. No, I, I, I'll, I'll, I was the last to arrive today. Though. Well, yeah. I'll answer because culture means something to me. Culture means uh, accountability to each other and for each other. Not wanting to let the next person down, not mm-hmm. necessarily the boss, but 
it could right. be the boss, could be in fear of the boss, or could be in respect and love for the boss, but not letting each other down and being maybe better than the sum of your parts because of it. That's like, the dream for me. I like it. And being committed to the cause, uh-huh. right? Not not yourself, as you just said. And uh, But why do you hate the word? No, I, I mean, I don't use it that often. I mean, uh, but I get what it is. And it's a little bit different meaning to everybody, you know, mm-hmm. but when they win... Seems like to say, oh, we got great culture here. Well, you might have great players. Uh, you know, you might have an outstanding coach. You know, whatever whatever it might be. So it kind of includes everything. So my question is, it seems like they're leaning on that idea of culture or at least of, like, chemistry and, you know, things headed in the right direction and feeling good about the team. They're leaning on that by keeping Matt Eberflus. Yeah, well, Matt deserves to be here. God, I would have, if they would have let Matt Eberflus go after two years, I'd have been really – I'm disappointed now because I liked all those offensive guys. Uh, but Flus did a heck of a job. He turned the defense around. He he dealt with the defense when he had to let coaches go in midseason. You know how crazy that is? I mean, that, that probably won't happen uh, – in the NFL in years, you know, what happened to the Bears this year. And uh, he kept the ship uh, going straight. And like Ryan Pohl said, you know, during the rough waters, he, he kept things kept re- reasonably straight. And um, I just feel bad on offense, and I'm shifting gears here a little bit because, you know, it, and we said this last week, the first four weeks of the season, everybody, and, hey, you know, Luke Getzey and those guys are responsible. They're the offense. Everybody overestimated. We – thought that we were ready for the next step offensively with Justin and everyone, and we weren't. And we went out there and tried to do some things, and we couldn't do them. And so then Justin gets hurt, and he misses four games. So now, we're you know, and then we get into our groove, and it's the last eight games of the season, and it's kind of too late. So it was an unfortunate year, I think. But um, it is what it is, and now the slate is clean. And I'm a Justin fan, you know that, but I – I still, when people ask me, you you know, if, if we're down by 10, how many times did I say this? And we got six minutes to go in the game, and they know you're going to drop back and throw. The play action's no good now, guys. The bootlegs are no good now. They know you got to drop back and throw it, and they're playing for the drop back and throw it. Can you, do you have confidence that he can do it? It's not his first year. It's his third year. And unfortunately, I'm, you know, I, I'm not sure. I'm just not sure if, um, if if he can do that, you know? And I think that's what they're looking at. I'm sure that's what they're looking at. And so they're uh, they're probably hesitant right now. And, and the problem with the draft picks, and, and I'm moving forward here, every one of these draft picks, and I'm part of something in, in Naples, Florida, where agents will send their, their players over, and I'll spend some time with them, and I put them on the board. And I talk to him about what it's like to be in the, at the combine with the general manager. I tell him what questions they're going to ask. I tell him what the coaches want to hear and what they don't want to hear when they're watching tape. I show them how to draw on the board. I'm making, but it's true. Make sure the circles are big enough and all. You know what I mean? Little things like this can make an impression on a head coach or a general manager. You're trying to get a job. Point I'm trying to make is that these kids nowadays they go to speech coaches, what to say, what to, you know what I mean? So you have to really want to screw things up, not to add value to your position if you're a draft pick between now and draft day. You really do. You really have to go off the tracks and do something uh, 
that uh, that is not normal for them to go the other way on you rather than start liking you more. And what do you think the obvious move is on the chessboard for the Bears? Well, I, I think it's going to be, you know, I, I think when they start spending time with Caleb Williams, I mean, the, the talent is there. You know, I mean, I, I've watched so many highlight tapes in the last week and films. I mean, the guy's got everything you want. I mean, you don't throw 90 touchdowns, you know, by accident. You know, you don't run for 27 touchdowns, you know, by – I mean, the guy is a playmaker. He's smart. He doesn't turn the ball over. Mm, you know, I mean, he's he he does some of the Mahomes things, the sidearm throws, the backhand throws. You know, he's got some magic in him that way. The key is going to be, you know, as I, I've been saying, you know, the old cliche in the draft room, you know, talent sets the floor. Character sets the ceiling. And when I say character, I'm not talking about is the guy a bad guy? Is he a criminal? No, no, no. I'm talking about football character. Does he come in early? Does he stay late? Is he a good teammate? How does he handle the media? He's the face of your team after a tough loss. That, to me, is the character of a great football player. And that has to equal his ability level, in my opinion, is Caleb that guy? I don't know. Ability level, he is. There's no question this guy's got the talent. But in the next three months, that's Ryan Poles' job. That's what he gets paid for. Coach, when you when you look at what happened yesterday and those offensive coaches, a lot of whom you know, yep. getting sent on their way, do you read that as then more likely, that they're more likely to draft the quarterback? Do you think that's coming? Yeah, I do. I mean, I, I was, a, I was you know, kind of hitting the table softly. But for Justin Fields, you know, I yeah. mean, I was. I like everything a lot about this guy. and uh, But it tells me that, think about it, you know, Caleb Williams, we want you to come to Chicago. If we, t- we want you excited coming in here. And you bring in a new offensive coordinator, and whether it's true or not, this guy's going to get on the board and draw up these plays, and he's going to make everybody feel excited. This is what we, we can do with you. This is the offense we can run with you. And the kid's going to be excited. That's what you want if you're going to take him first. As compared to, you know, you, we went through this stuff with Justin, and, and the reputation right now is on the Bears' offenses that they're going to run it, quarterback run, and some play-action pass. I mean, that's kind of it. That's what we've done the last couple of years for a lot of reasons. And now all of a sudden, you know, that's the tape that this kid's going to be seeing, you know. So it's, it's a little more juice having somebody new, I think, at least whether it – you know, whether it's true or not, but it's... Um, no, I think it is. Imagine if you're Caleb Williams and they're saying, hey, you want to come and work for Luke Getze, huh? Do you see this? you see what we did? Yeah, look at well, he said, what offense are you going to run? And then you start telling them, what, well, we're going to run the offense that Aaron Rodgers runs. Oh, wow, I'm gonna let me see that. Where's that on tape? Well, we don't. We, we didn't do it at the Bears. Why didn't... You know what I mean? So then you get into that. <clears throat> so... Can we... We're going to play for the audience here. Uh, you work with Rick Spielman at 33rd Team? Yes, I do. Okay, we're gonna. So this I is, hired Rick at the Dolphins. Rick for work was my Rick was my in charge of all player personnel. George Payton was my top assistant for all the time I was at the Dolphins. Okay, so here is a former NFL general manager who worked with Dave in personnel. How he would uh, compare Caleb Williams to other top quarterback prospects? Last year's draft class, Caleb was the first quarterback taken, right? Yes. The, the one before that, Trevon Walker went first, so certainly there. What about 2021 when Trevor Lawrence went first? You taking Trevor or Caleb? Caleb. 2020, Joe Burrow or Caleb? Caleb. Wow. 
2019's Kyler, you're taking Caleb there. 2018's Baker, you're taking Caleb there. So you probably have to go back to, I'll go to 2012, Andrew Luck or Caleb. That's a that's a toss-up for me. Wow. Andrew Luck was one of those generational franchise quarterbacks, but I would be real close, but I would probably go with Luck just ahead of Caleb, but right there, A1A and 1B. 1998, who you got? Peyton or Caleb? Caleb. Over Peyton? Peyton was a, back then, that was in vogue, the pocket passer. Caleb, the notch up just because of the athleticism. 1983, you were in your 20th year in the league by then. (laughs) L.A. or Caleb? Oh, they're similar type players, too. Caleb. Oh, my God. You're going back. Like, I I went on. That's Dan Marino calling you. Man. I mean, so who was he taking over, Caleb? He said Andrew Luck. That's it. He said a- Andrew Luck was the only guy, and it was a toss-up in terms of. And again, yep. that that is prospect. That is that is what they had accomplished before they were in the NFL. Exactly. Yeah. I just don't think this is going to be that complicated. At the end of the day, he'd have to flunk the character stuff. That's exactly what I said. You what? know what I mean? But it, it, like, okay, he he skipped out on a media session. Uh, you know, Jalen Carter, let's use him as an example. But but that there was, was no question last year about his talent, right? None of us had question about that. But you know, he shows up thirty pounds overweight. He does, you know, this. But he was involved in a car chase where someone that's, died. Well, and then that's he ran all away part of the it. cops. That's like, why the guy wasn't the first pick and fell to number nine or whatever. He yeah, yeah I understand what you're saying. 12, but, right? but but I'm just saying, like the the stuff that's out there right now, though, Dave, about Caleb mm-hmm. is like. Paints his nails, cried in the stands after a game, skipped out on a media session post-game, didn't play in a bowl game. Yep. You know what I mean? And, frankly, the, the only football thing that I've heard uh, – I shouldn't say the only, because a lot of people do think it's only off-schedule throws, but to your point, you don't have 90 career touchdowns. He holds the over. ball a long time. It, it, so it's some but, of that meaning off-schedule, some of that meaning he And he fumbles. To. He's had a ton of fumbles, but it's also like – because he's creating plays. Like, Pat Mahomes had a ton of fumbles in college, too. Like, it's if you're playing that extemporaneous outside the pocket, I'm the best player on the field. If I hold the ball for six seconds, someone eventually will get open. All that stuff, like, it can lead to some fumbles. But the Notre Dame game was bad, right? Every, everybody yep. here watched the Notre Dame game because it was on right. at 630, right. and they don't stay up for the, for, for the 930 kicks. How bad would, like, would any of those character things that I mentioned to you Crying in the stands after a loss, skipping media one time. Well, I'd want to hear what is it. I would ask him those questions. Yeah, hundred percent. And I guarantee, if he's a bear, someone's going to ask him in a press conference. Of course, and, I'm and, just saying that's not get, Jalen Carter. But how how's he going to answer those? You know, what I mean, sure. I th- I think how he answers those things uh, is is as important as anything. You but know, really. This I mean, goes back to your courtesiness thing, though, right? He'll he'll be coached to answer it correctly. You've got to find someone who will tell you the truth at USC who won't give you the, yep. no pun intended, manicured, honest answer about hey, the whole thing. No question about it. And, uh, yeah, good luck. Yeah, seriously, yeah, that, that's tough. the lesson. We haven't good been luck. able to shake the courtesy and stuff from last week. That where was a great you, story. You felt like you talked to everybody you could have. There were like three or four different people close to it. And Enos, I, I, I was looking it up after, just reminding myself, Joe Paterno ended up saying he's the biggest con man I ever know. You know, you can think of others that Joe might have known about. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so so what so what are you supposed to do? How close are you supposed to get? What how are you supposed to find it out, coach? Well, you know, players talk, and I think when you're coming to the NFL, I, I think that Ryan Poles trust you trust players. I mean, DJ Moore wants a win. And I know he's right now 
you know, that he's pounding the table for Justin. Okay, we'll give him that. Well, and we know what Justin's character is, yeah. his football character but, is. But, I mean, so you're saying go talk to USC teammates? Well, other, other players around the league talk to players, you know, and I guarantee you that's always uh, uh, a, a great source of information. You know, I mean, they do that on recruiting trips now. They'll bring a kid in and everything's great from the counselor and everything's great from the coach and the principal of the school. And they'll give the kid a day or two, and then they'll call the players in and say, does this guy fit in to our culture? Would he buy in, Dan? You know what I mean? And if the players say, coach, he's not – and we used to do that in Miami all the time. I mean, that was a big thing down there. If you weren't – you know, we, we wanted a different type of kid. And uh, if our players came and said, coach, he he doesn't – Michael Irvin come in and say, this guy doesn't work with us. We were with him last night. He's not what we what we want. And, and coach, you know, a lot of times we, it, it's, it comes without merit, but majority of the time, these kids know. We're going to talk some defense with you from the Bears season and a few playoff storylines as well ahead of Wild Card Weekend. All of us have finished our Smash Burgers. They're fantastic. Mm. We also still have 200 bucks to four wins to give away. We have Billy Joel tickets to give away. We got a lot going on here. Dave Wanstead in studio. Park at the Spiegel on the score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.